and welcome to another episode of the Ask Geeks podcast. You know, I'm here with y'all's favorite co-host, Bakari Spells. We back for the new year, 2022. New year, same us. You know how we get down. How you doing today, Spells? I'm not as excited as you, man, but I'm here. (laughs) Man, (laughs) the only reason I'm excited, I'm finally feeling good. I mean, the main reason we haven't been recording lately is, you know, obviously the holidays and then, you know, me and my wife went down with COVID, you know, that's all, that was crazy. We're like, we're, we're recovering now. And so now we back, the Ask Geeks are back. We about to be starting dropping regular again. You know, this year we're going stronger. This year we're going bigger. We about to have a bunch of new changes this year. <laughs> and I'm telling y'all, it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. But yeah, yeah. How, 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 how have you been on your, um, Elongated vacation. The Thunder beating the shit out the Nets, seventy to fifty one. Yeah, I saw Shea was going crazy. Yeah, I got to investigate that box score real quick. Excuse me. Yeah, that man going crazy yeah, right man now. Is having a bad thing. Someone, mm. we're not even supposed to be talking about them, but you know what? What do you think about the Nets? Like, they've only played sixteen games together as like with their big three. And there's there and it's been two seasons. They've already had sixteen games. Do you feel like they need to? Do you feel like they're gonna keep it together? You feel like they need to make a move? I've been seeing a lot of people say they need to make a move at the trade deadline. Yeah, because I mean, it's I think, like no, not come the trade on now. deadline, but reevaluate, reevaluate something. I would if it doesn't work this year. I would try to find some way to flip one of those three for pieces to support the other two, or flip two of those three. And build a support and cast because I think all three are pretty Harden and Kyrie are pretty ball dominant players, so they're kind of like Russell Westbrook. They kind of need some standing, standing watch, catch and shoot type people around them. Whereas Kevin Durant can play on and off the ball, so you can do a little bit more with him. You can keep a James Harden or a Kyrie Irving if you win a trade, you know, for third Philly. But here's the thing, though. Both Kyrie and what's called James Harden have player options after this year. Mm-hmm. Like this is their last guaranteed year. Going into next year, they have player options. They can for twenty twenty two, twenty three. Both like Harden got a forty six mil, almost forty seven, like forty six point eight mil, which I don't see him turning that down because he's not <coughs> getting almost forty seven mil at this point anywhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, so I'll I, I see Harden opting in. Yeah, I mean, Kyrie's only getting like 36 mil, but KD's locked into 2026. 20, so, I mean, you see you see Kyrie and Harden just re-signing like that? You don't, you don't see you don't have any fear of either one of them being like, "All right, especially if they don't win this year, you don't see either one of them being like, you know what? Maybe it's just time to dip and try to get another ring." I mean, especially I like Harden. I feel like Harden wants a ring. I think Harden's leaving. Yeah, I can see that. Because I don't it just doesn't. It doesn't. Just, it just doesn't feel right, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just don't think that's a good fit for him. I think he gave it a look, and I mean it might work out, you know. But yeah, I wonder where he would go. That shit so far. Yeah, off. that's the biggest thing. But I mean, it's free agency, <laughs> so I think he was he'd watch the best moves, and I mean I don't know. I don't think winning a championship is as important to Harden. At this point, as it is to some other people, I think Harden's going to go. Harden seems like he's like more of a brand and kind of get paid kind of guy. So I feel like he, I feel like Harden will stay for this 46 mil, almost 47. And then next year, he'll he'll dip out and be like, all right, I got paid. Now I'm just going to go keep building my brand, keep doing everything like that and live Play my life, harder. get my own team. Yeah, do whatever he, do whatever. I don't know. But also, um... Yeah, so since we were just talking about the Nets, let's talk about the other New York team, you know, because Cam Reddish got traded to New York and for peanuts. They (laughs) traded this man for Kevin. Bro, don't laugh. They traded him for Kevin Knox in a pick in a first round pick. But that first round pick was a Charlotte's pick. And Charlotte looks like they're going to make the playoffs. So it's going to be a late first round pick Mm -hmm. and Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox. Has never been good in the NBA. 
ever since his rookie year. Mm-hmm. They gave him the keys day one. And I was this is coming from somebody that was repping Kevin Knox because anybody that plays and shows out for home team hoops, home team hoops, shout out home team hoops. I will watch your mixtape. I'll watch your whole documentary all to uh, high school, and I'm gonna be a fan for you while you at college. Well, that's why I was like always love Stanley Johnson. That's why I love a lot of these players that I do because I watched them in high school, watched them in college, and now I'm watching them in the NBA. And I was like, dang, Kevin Knox, he next. Kevin Knox, this. Kevin Knox, that. And then he was balling in the summer league, and then that man, that man just ain't done it. So I just don't see. Why I feel like there was much better deals out there. I feel like everybody was trying to get like Cameron Reddish. Like there's a, there's been like offers for him for the past like two years, and like I know the Celtics have offered. I so like basically every team has made <laughs> some kind of push to Cam Reddish. I just feel I just want to know why they decided to go there. Maybe it was to reconnect him with R.J. Barrett. You know, you see sometimes the organization be like, hey. You know, we're going to do right by you. Where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. And then we'll just we'll just go there. And I feel like that's probably what happened because I there's no way there weren't better offers out there. Yeah, and then maybe, you know, I feel like um, <clears throat> I feel like they're banking on Cam flourishing next to RJ, you know, in New York. And that kind of coaxing some productivity around them, like having them in a comfortable setting. And I know Zion just at home looking at the TV like, damn, like, I got to get out of New Orleans, man. I know he want to go to New York, bro. I just know he want to go to New York. It's been so clear since he was in college he wanted to go to New York. And everybody's made it like seem like he wants to go to New York. And he's always like, oh, I'll just be happy wherever I'm going. Like, don't give us that BS, man. We see you in New Orleans. Bro, you're not even meeting with the team right now. Like, you, you got your own doctor. You don't even go to the team doctor. You over here falling asleep in meetings or not showing up the meetings. They're getting all these bad reports from you. And it's like, Zion doesn't seem like that type of guy that's just be like, I'm not going to go to the meeting. Mm-hmm. Or they trying to do everything, go over stuff. He's just in there sleeping and acting like he don't care. And I'm like, I feel like it's just clear he don't want to be in New Orleans. But they're trying to force this New Orleans narrative and trying to force this he's staying in New Orleans thing. And it just, it just even his camp, his his parents were saying they don't want him in New Orleans. Like, his family's telling you they don't want him in New Orleans. He's showing you he don't want to be in New Orleans, but y'all like, nah, we got, we good, we good. We gonna have him here. We gonna, we gonna make this work. Yeah, man, he, he, he sounds like a guy trying to make a point, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, it doesn't sound like he wants to be, like, he hasn't played a single fucking game this year, and I know he's been hurt, but it's, it's tricky, man, it's. It's always tricky with this type of thing, bro. Because he doesn't, he doesn't, you don't hear nothing good come out of his mouth, really, about the organization. Nope. You ain't heard a single good thing about it. That man vouched for Lonzo. He wanted Lonzo to stay there, and then y'all didn't pay Lonzo. Y'all bring in somebody else. It's like, the man's telling y'all what he wants. Y'all don't do it. The man tells you this, this, and that. Y'all like, we just gonna do what we wanna do. And I don't understand. I get you don't want to give the players too much power. But at the end of the day, at the same time, like organization, y'all have to take care of y'all stars. Mm-hmm. Y'all have to. If your star is like, hey, we want this player, then you should do everything in your power to get that player. And if you cannot get that power, then be like, that player be like, hey, look, we tried. We did everything we could. It's just not going to work. And then your player can't say you didn't try. But you have to at least do it. For you to be like, nah, we not going to pay Lonzo. We're not going to pay Lonzo. We're going to pay Devontae Graham, though. Well, we're going to, well, this is what we think you're worth. And then Devontae Graham ain't been doing what Devontae Graham's supposed to do, and you're losing all that defense. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Don't do that. Yeah, I see, I see where you're going with that, man. So let's, let's get into it. What do you think about the trade, man? What you think Cam going to bring to New York? Man, I love Cam Reddish. I think I think he's gonna. They the, New York is very guard heavy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not forward heavy. They're not forward heavy at all. So I feel like Cam's gonna get a legit shot there. He's gonna bring elite perimeter because he is a good defender. He is long. He can shoot. He can shot create. He's the, his biggest thing was inconsistency. Mm-hmm. And with the Hawks, he didn't have room to be inconsistent because. You got to think, okay, he's inconsistent, but we have Hunter right here, and Hunter's more consistent. We're just going to give Hunter his minutes. We have 
what's it called, Gallinari. We have all these other players right here that can also do what he's doing. Like, we're trying to win, and if he's not ready to come out here and hit these shots or ready to defend, we got plenty of other players to try to do it. They tried to slide Cam Reddish to the four, but then he can't really still get minutes at the four because John Collins and them are there. At, in New York, he's going to get those reps because they're gone. Like I said, the Knicks, they run a lot of their guards as their forward. Like you'll see lots of games where you see R.J. Barrett playing the small forward, power forward, when R.J. Barrett's the shooting guard. Mm-hmm. And you see him playing out of position because – they have to because they just have to they got they're trying to get their guards minutes. Yeah. With this, uh, RJ Barrett has been a really good defender this year and he came he he scored 30 points back to back games. He was hooping and now with RJ Barrett hooping, you put Cam Reddish alongside of him, let Cam Reddish like get consistent and be smooth. That is two really long what's called wingspan people go like right there, the two and the three that can defend. And then so the that with Tib right there, mm-hmm. they're gonna bring defense. They're gonna bring you have two guys that can go get a bucket. And I feel like that's gonna make Julius Randle's job so much easier because it's gonna open up the floor. Instead of having I mean, no offense to Alec Burks, but instead of having Alec Burks there, you know, have Cam Reddish there. Yeah, Alec, Alec Burks is Burks. cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I about to say Alec Burks be going crazy a little bit, man. Yeah, he do. That's what I'm saying. You have I'm just saying you have you have more options right there. You you have you have more options right there, and and I, and I like it. I love it. I love the move to New York. I'm just surprised that they would send somebody to New York, especially with that heat between Atlanta and New York after the playoffs. Here, I w- I'm surprised that they would help that team get better without really getting gaining anything themselves. But at the same time, the Hawks um, owner did say that he is not willing to go into that luxury tax and pay these players if. What's called? They're not gonna win. He said he did come out and said, "If we were, if we are going to be a competing team and a contending team, I don't mind paying whatever." Like you know, he's a billionaire. He's like, "I don't mind paying whatever. I don't mind going to luxury tax. I don't mind paying these players." However, if we're not going to be good, I am not paying and going into luxury tax and paying out of my pocket for us to not be good. And it's just tough. But this year. The Hawks haven't been that good. You like, you know what I mean? And it don't make no it, sense for real. It doesn't. It's so weird to me that they're not. They're seventeen and twenty three and sitting at twelfth in the East right now. Which after going to the conference finals, it's just like they had all the that momentum. Make sense. Exactly. So everybody was expecting them to be the big team for this year, but I don't understand. Niggas got complacent watching them damn Twitter videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that happens. Shit. People start feeling each other. <coughs> You got John Collins. I don't think the locker room's happy either. You got John Collins complaining again like he was last year. He was complaining, talking about he doesn't feel like he he belongs there. He don't feel like well, he feels wanted there because his name kept getting in trade rumors. He wasn't he didn't get paid and everything, how much he wanted. Then they finally agreed to his contract, and he's still in trade rumors, and now he's pissed off talking about he's unhappy again because he's in trade rumors because he doesn't feel like he, he feels like he should be one of their – core pieces, but they were like, nah, everybody is open to get traded except for Trey Young and Clint Capella. And John Collins took that some kind of way, and so now he's unhappy again. Yeah, he up for, did he already sign his extension or is it up for this, yeah. this year? Yeah, he did already, right? No, he already he signed it last year. That's what, That was the big thing last year. He was pouting about it, and then he ended up signing, and now he's like, okay, he thought, he, he said, he said he thought everything was going to be good, but now he's back up in trade rumors again, but I'm like, that's just a, that's a game. Like, Everybody, nah. like, no matter how good you are, I mean, if you're not the number one, if you're number two or number three, come on, that's just a game. Yeah, you got to, sometimes you got to go. Well, I'm just saying, like, your name's always going to be in rumor. Like, what number two has never been in rumor? Like, when Kobe and Shaq were dominating, Kobe's name was in rumor still. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. Like, that's how I'm like, I feel like that's just getting too sensitive right there and everything. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, um, I mean, ego. Yeah, but speaking of ego, before we go to break, cause we we supposed to go to break, I have one more thing I wanted to get your opinion on. I was meant to text you about it. All this Jaw Morant stuff that's been going on lately, I've been seeing a lot of Jaw Morant hate because everybody's I see a lot of NBA Twitter hating on him because they're like, 
It's just the regular season. You need to stop all this chatting. You haven't even won anything. You haven't proved anything. You haven't done anything. Stay off social media. Stop talking. He, if you follow John Moran on Twitter, he every single time after you win, he keeps tweeting. And then he went on a rampage of retweeting all these people talking about, like, he wasn't this, he wasn't that, and all, like, the people doubting him. And he was just, like, on a rampage just calling people out for doubting him and all this stuff. But then you see the stuff with, like, LeBron telling that young Grizzly seemed like, stop talking. Y'all, like, what are y'all talking for? You see Curry talking about, like, bro, y'all, this is the regular season. We're in, we're in January. What are you talking trash for? Mm-hmm. And then – you see all this, like, NBA Twitter is going at John Morant and the Grizzlies. What are your thoughts on the Grizzlies' hot streak right now and them talking all this trash and letting everybody know? Because they're on a 10-game win streak right now. And what, what are your thoughts on that right now? I mean, I think they're just trying to make it their identity. They're trying to bring the intensity with them, uh, bring it on the road, definitely bring it at home, uh, just make it uncomfortable for others, you know. Everybody else thinking it's January, but they might not already in the postseason. And, I mean, if we can get in the opponent's head, that's a good thing. If we can piss them off, that's a good thing. If you can get yourself motivated to go through a long season, that's a good thing. So, I think they just playing mind games, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I was all for it. I'm like, they're a young team. They're the, I think they were the second or third youngest team in the NBA, and they're on this hot streak. And it's like, to me, I never got when people got upset with trash talking. I'm like, as long as it's not like, like you calling somebody a bitch or something, you know what I mean? No, like, or, or, or I feel even like that that should be allowed. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. You're not calling my mom one, I guess. Then it's like, all right, cool. Then like it's just like there's there's as long as you're not hitting that, you're crossing that boundary of talking trash. Mm-hmm. If it's all within the flow of the game, I don't think you should really get sent to people like, man, stop talking trash, stop talking trash. It's like, shut up, make me, make shut me up. If you can't shut me up, then right. I'm going to keep running my mouth. Facts. Because I'm like, I don't like that because at the same time, because especially with some of these people, because you see these players calling them out and everything, but it's like, y'all do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So you telling me, Steph, man, Steph Crip Rock on y'all, on y'all court in OKC. And ain't nobody, everybody loved that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, hey, but let, let John Morant, Sorry, and them started trash talking in January, and now they feel some type of way. You know what I mean? Yeah, just fight them. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Like, if you really mad about it, just say something to them. They're gonna say something slick, and you're gonna fight it. Yeah, and they best thing <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, John Brad been talking this talk, and I know I've seen a lot of people hating it, and I've also seen a lot of people loving it, and I've been one of those people that was loving it. I've been loving it. I've been like, damn. Talk your talk, man. Mm-hmm. Talk your talk. Let them let them know. But yeah, uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that real quick. We're gonna take a short break and then we'll be right back. to take that quick break this nigga addicted to cereal so (laughs) he he, he couldn't hold him so he was like bro i need to get some more right now gotta recharge i don't know what's up with them in them cereals but that boy acting different for him good for your cholesterol bro (laughs) 
Man, I don't even be messing with Cheerios like that. That's like the bottom of I I ain't messed with Cheerios except since I was like young and I had those honey nut Cheerios and I put what it is for me. I mess like I said, I mess with honey nut Cheerios and put a bunch of sugar packets in them. I can't really rock with it past that. You know what used to be crazy and basic? What? Fucking crave. Crave? Is that was that that chocolate one? Yeah, it's chocolate somewhere in there. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't eat that. I saw I, people used to always go crazy about it too, cause they was like that was like the only like sweet they could really get. So that that was basically like their candy or their dessert for them. And I was like, eh, I guess. I just appreciate some good cereal. Yeah, I I feel you. I never had crazy. I I never got it. I was I always saw people talking about. It. I was like, eh, I'm not like chocolate's cool, but I'm not like over you know all that about chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, what we're what we're coming back into right now is the All Stars, All Star game coming up next month. Everybody trying to figure out who they All Stars are. It's tough. Got the East and the West. They need to go ahead and change it from twelve to you know fifteen. Especially since nowadays you can actually have the whole fifteen man roster now with your team. So you might as well extend the All Star game to the same. But. Um, who who do you let's start let's start with the East. Who are your five Eastern All Star starters? You know your two guards and your three forwards. Uh, damn! I, did, I was really hoping you weren't going to do it that way. Uh, what, what, what do you want? What do you want? We can go. We can go. We can remix it right now. I mean, we on the fly. I was hoping. I thought I was hoping we were going to do a little tit for tat. Like you pick a. You pick a point, I pick a shooting guard, small forward. Oh, we can jump in like that then. So, if we go on like that, well, I mean, point guard, shooting guard don't matter in this. Cause, you know, it's just guard, guard. But if mm-hmm. I had my first, my first guard all-star for the East would be DeMar DeRozan. I feel like that's kind of easily said. Not much needs to say right there. Cause, you know, the Bulls are sitting at the number one seed in the East. DeMar has been their best player, and especially, like, in the clutch, that man has been going crazy in the clutch. He averaging like twenty seven five and like four and a half in really good efficiency. It's really crazy how close him and Zach Levine's numbers are. If you look at them, it's really close. And mm-hmm. I was I wanted to go Zach Levine as a starter as well, but I could I couldn't. I was like him and Demar are too close. There's somebody else I want to put up there. But if I had to just pick one guard, I'm picking Demar Derozan. Who's your other guard? You see, I want to cheat, man, but it really depends on how you classify Giannis, man. Giannis is a forward. He can't. He he class. He's classified as a forward on the chart. That's what uh, I went by the All Star chart. If I could pick it, there's certain things I would change, like like LeBron, how he's been playing guard, but he's also been playing center. He's playing point guard. LeBron should have been classified as a guard. He should be able to also go at forward. Demar Derozan hasn't played guard in three years. <laughs> but they still have him only at the guard. This nigga has been playing small forward and power forward, but they have not. They still have him updated at, um, as a guard on the official NBA voting site. So that's what I'm going based off of. I'm probably going to play fucking Harden at the point guard just for the flow of the game. I don't even know if he's the most deserving. Like I said, this an off year for him, but an all star game where he can't be touched for real, he's probably going to go off. I mean, yeah, he'll go off. I can understand that. So you had Harden. I had um for my two starters. I mean, we'll just jump into fours. We'll get into the bench later. Uh, fours wise, my first forward. If you're taking right there, then I'm gonna take Kevin Durant as my first forward off the. I mean, off the for the starter for the East right there. You know, the next what are they second or did they go to third? They're like second or third in the East right now. KD is up there in the MVP race. He's he's top three in the MVP race. He's what's called first in scoring. He's going crazy. He averaging almost thirty a game. He just he just being KD. Okay. And especially with Harden missing so much, Kyrie not being there. And like you said, Harden was having kind of a down year, but he's still putting up good numbers for Harden. You know what I mean? But he's having still like you know a down year for Harden, but. KD been going nuclear, and so, I mean, there's yeah. no way I cannot have him right here at the number one forward off my, um, for the starters. What about you for your, the next forward? Uh, I, I really don't like Giannis in the all-star game, bro, because I'm not, 
I'm not really like the the tall people dunking doesn't excite me. Is that biased? I mean, but just pick who who deserves being it. I know you're talking about your personal All Star game. Who you want to see? But, but does he really deserve it though? <laughs> yes, he does. Man, he's in the MVP race. All right, all right, all right, all right. So it's this it's Giannis. Saying, I don't want to watch somebody dunking. It. I want to see three pointers, three sixties. I want to do. I don't want to just see nobody just. It has it has dunking. it has to be Giannis. Giannis is doing what he really does. It's still. It seems like he's having a little bit more trouble getting to some of his spots this year, but. Uh, I mean, I I get what you're saying because, but Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday have missed a lot, so it's kind of been Giannis by himself. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't really had that floor spacing like he usually does. Brooke Lopez has been out. I mean, he's dominating the Warriors right now as we speak. But he, I can see what you, I see what you mean though. Yeah, that, that's all. But yeah, it definitely still has to go to Giannis, and then we don't even have to debate about the center. That's got that's got to be Joel, right? Yeah, I mean. Technically, you don't have to have a center anymore. But yeah, if I if I, the other play, the last spot going Joel Embiid anyways, no matter I what. I mean, yeah, if we're talking about deserve it. I mean, he yeah, deserve it. Yeah, because that man, shit, know his back. He, he yeah, his back killed him. That man shooting forty percent from the three, averaging like twenty six and eleven. I mean, really, and MVP like, candidate, right? He really is an MVP candidate, and Ben Simmons not playing, so he just. He's over here just backpacking. I know a lot of people are talking about Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey was, you know, he went on a hot streak, but he came back down to earth. And people keep mentioning him like he's still balling, but it's like he's he's back down to earth now. But, I mean, you, you know he has the potential though. to do it, so he should be excited. It's yeah, only his second th- year. Yeah, that's true. But I'm just saying, I was just talking about, like, people giving the Sixers credit. But, like, well, it's because Tyrese Maxey's been balling. It's like, eh, it's been Joel Embiid and balling. That man, I saw like what did they say he's on he's on his eighth straight game or he's hit eight straight games with at least thirty points, and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so he, sick, man. yeah, that man's been going nuclear. But now let's go to the bench then, since Alex, uh, since I had the first pick going to the start, you can have the first pick going to the bench. Who's your first guard off the bench? Lamelo. Lamelo, okay. I think Lamelo needs to be in the All Star game. I just I don't know if I put him first off the bench, but I don't, okay, no. Let me reword that. I think if for an all-star game, the all-star needs LaMelo. Yeah. But as far as deserving, I don't know if he can jump up there as deserving, but LaMelo's fucking nuts, bro. He is nuts. Like, LaMelo is he's going insane, crazy. Bro. Like, he's not supposed to be doing that shit. Yeah, like, I mean, he... Let, let's, he hold he, on, wait. Let's contextualize. Let's contextualize. Let's sit here and think about it. Luca is... It shouldn't be. It should. It shouldn't have looked that easy his rookie year. Can we agree on that? Oh yeah, it shouldn't have. People thought he was going to struggle, especially when he was in the preseason, d- dropping twenty. I mean zero in the what's called summer league, not balling. And his like what was his first Bro, game? He had zero. He hasn't really played organ. He really hasn't played like organized basketball for most of his childhood. You know, his like since he was what fourteen. And then he well, played. I mean, then he played a yeah, couple years. Yeah, because he went overseas to yeah, play. Yeah, he went overseas. I mean, so what do you, know you consider saying? organized? Like, are you talking about like Americanized organized? Uh, I'm just saying, man, this nigga insane, bro. Like, I, yeah. I think, I think he deserves it, bro. That's all. That's just me. Oh, I agree with you. That's I just, just me. Yeah, I, I agree with you because the second guard off the bench, in my opinion, and, and is Zach Levine. I would have took him first off the bench, but Lamelo obviously does. My thing though is about when it talks about deserving it. I always take winners first. So when it comes to like the number one team and everything like that, the top like two teams, top top two, top three teams. I feel like those top three teams basically all should have like two all stars off of them as just a reward for winning. Because I feel like the game is about winning. I know the all star game is about excitement and everything, but me personally, I'm like this team won. This team's number one seed. DeMar and Zach Levine are their top two guys. Those two guys deserve to be everything like that. I just like the reward of winning, so I'm going to give it to Zach Levine. But if I wasn't in that winning mentality and I wanted just the entertainment, I'm going LaMelo. But, yeah, I mean, that's the, you know, Zach Levine basically on 50-40-90 splits, and he's basically got the same number as DeMar. 
and he's good Lamelo for a and game too. Zach Levine. Yeah, they both in the all state. That's gonna be nuclear too. Got Lamelo throwing crazy pass. I mean, if they end up on the same team and everything, and if both of them make, I mean, they both should make it. So it is what it is. Okay, your first forward off the Eastern bench. <sighs> Tatum. Hey, you better get that right. <laughs> you better get that right. I was like, I was to say, people I still make be trying to act like my bit. man. Yeah, people be trying to act like my man ain't been balling lately because they were like, he, you know, he started off the season slow. People were like, the oh, smart had to get him Tatum. right. Hey, they 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 have been having Tatum pass a lot more. <laughs> he he been isoing less. I'm sorry. I love Kobe. RP the Black Mama and everything. But damn, a lot of his like proteges, a lot of people that maul their game after him, and he like train. They got a bunch of bad habits. Mm-hmm. They be trying to ISO. They be trying to do those mid range pull ups, and it'd be like, I understand. I understand the mid range is important. I understand the ISO and everything, but the game is not the exact same as when Kobe was in. It's so. Very, very true. We need to adjust, especially when nigga, you not Kobe. Like you, you not Kobe. I don't want to see you over here sidestepping, fading away, and shooting these mid range jumpers. You're six nine. Kobe would do Kobe it anyway. Six, six. Yeah, I mean, cool, but Kobe still getting to the basket. Tatum be acting like he didn't want to go to the basket first. Now he's getting to the basket. He's starting to find a rhythm, seeing himself. I think it's just good good seeing the ball go through the rim after driving to the lane a couple times. Then you start getting that jumper. But if you settling for jumpers off rip, like starting the game off, shooting jumpers, and you bricking, you're not getting in a rhythm. Get to the basket first, then get to it. But he's starting to figure it out. I'm just glad you showed my nigga love. <laughs> yeah. uh, going into the next four, again, I like to reward winning. Even though a lot of people didn't have him on, don't have him on here. I saw a lot of people didn't have him on it because he also has missed a lot. But I reward winning, and they're one. They're still a top team in the East. So I'm gonna put Chris Middleton on here. Again, I wasn't gonna put him on here, but the East doesn't have the best forwards in this. Like he's a top. So the Bucks are a top three team. He's the second best player on the team. There's all there's other fours like Jimmy Butler who's been up and down this year, Julius Randle who's up and down this year, Miles Bridges who I've seen a lot of people show love to, but I just I like I said war winning I had to give mine to Chris Middleton. Okay, okay. And then who you going who you giving that final big man spot to? <sighs> Hopefully it's right. Hopefully it's right, huh? I think I'm gonna go Jared Allen. Thank you. I want. I made sure you get that man love because I think Jared Allen should be there. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Jared Allen love. I, I, I want. No, I didn't I think that. Uh, I didn't think that Jared Allen and Evan Mobley pairing would work out defensively. I didn't either, but that just showed you how good Jared Allen is and how good Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley is scary good. Yeah, that nigga's insane. They just he has considered like he should be considered for an all defensive team his rookie year. You know how crazy that is. Yeah, that man, <laughs> man is nuts. Yeah, I, I like so I like bad, bro. Yeah, you said you want him on the Thunder. Yeah, I wanted him so bad. Yeah, it's tough. Boy, that boy. That, that lottery boy is that lottery is rigged, bro. That shit was insane. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, it's it's crazy. But yeah. Jared Allen right there. And then we got the two flex positions that you can just put whatever. And so since you did that one, I'll, I'll start with the flex. And I'll put – um, I got another Cavs player. I'm throwing Darius Garland right there. I like Darius Garland. I feel like Darius Garland. And if you listen to anything I talked about with, in regards excuse me, to Darius Garland, I've been saying I think Darius Garland is a top 10 point guard in the league right now. He – he he go the Cavs go with Darius Garland. A lot of people give Evan Mobley and Jared Allen the credit, which they should defensively. But offensively, when Darius Garland is not on the court, they look awful offensively. They mm-hmm. go with Darius Garland goes. Darius yeah, Garland's top to go ten assists and he's Rubio good. Was there. Yeah, he he he's been he he's been going 
still crazy. I mean, I think that Ricky Rubio thing helped him getting that veteran leadership right there with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that, I think that really helped because Darius Garland. I don't want to. I don't want to give him that too much, but you know when you give players like I see when I look at Darius Garland, I see uh, Mark Price, Steve Nash type player. A I know they like to say like Trey Young's that Steve Nash player, but Trey Young scores way too much for it to be the Steve Nash type. You know, Steve Nash not averaging 30, everything. I see Steve Nash being like the, you know, working off of pass first and getting that like 18, 20, and 8, 20, and 9. And that's why if you watch Darius Garland, you watch him play, you see his floater game, you see his traffic, you see his weight. Darius Garland shows a lot of like early Steve Nash and Mark Price to me, and I like that a lot. And so I was like, I, I, I really I like can Darius tell. Garland. I do. I know. I mean, I'm a big fan of Darius. I like Darius Garland. Who you who you giving that last that last spot to in the East though? Mm, Kyrie Irving. What? Yeah, man, he deserves to play, you. man. Free Kyrie, man. Man, you are worse than these fans out here. Everybody talking about Kyrie. Kyrie. I, I mean, like I was controversy, man. That man done played one or two games, three games, whatever it's been, man. Whatever. You we gotta get for to his the West life, anyway. dog. Man, I don't want to hear none of that. He's <laughs> going into the West. Who's your Hold first on. guard? <laughs> Hold on, I'm probably... <laughs> I was bullshit, though, like, for real. Uh, I really don't want to give it to another Celtics player. I feel that. Because if I tell you, these are who I, I'm going to give I'm gonna give you who I had on my last. Because I, I was And I didn't name Trey Young, so Trey Young would probably be my pick. Yeah, Trey yeah. Young should be on it. Uh, that's what I was about to say. That should be that would have been my first. I, I had Trey Young, Bradley Bill, Jalen Brown, Fair, Fred Van Fleet. You see, there's so um, many guards in the East. Yeah, there's so many. So I couldn't give it to Jalen Brown just because there's too many guards. And I was like, Trey, I was I wanted Trey. I had Trey Young over Darius Garland, but my personal bias put um Darius Garland on there mm-hmm. over Trey Young, but. I feel like Trey Young should be there, but I also feel like Fred Van Fleet should be on there because he's been hooping. And I feel like Fred Van Fleet's going to get that Darius Garland spot, and it's going to be Darius Garland, I mean, Fred Van Fleet and Trey Young right there, which I don't like. I want Darius Garland in there. I don't know, because they might reward winning. I mean, just I mean, yeah, because the Hawks are like, like I told you, like they're like the, what, the, what I say, the 12 seed? Yeah, they haven't been winning, but I mean, Trey Young's a fan favorite. He just had that, what, that 56 and 14 game. He's averaging almost twenty eight and ten on like crazy shooting splits. Oh no, Trey's in there. Yeah, so I don't know. I want to give Darius Garland that nod though, but I know he probably won't get it. You better Hopefully, they year. just kick James Harden out and give Darius Garland that, or keep somebody else that. I don't know. They gotta figure that out. But like I was saying, go to the West. Who's your Who's your first player off the West guard? Mm, Stephen Curry. Smart man. I mean, I don't feel like there's really any debate there. I got uh, John Morant coming in second, especially with how he been hooping. I didn't have him up there at first, but he been on a mean run, and he's been fighting. John Morant might be the second best point guard in the league right now. I'm a. He might be. He's he going might be. Crazy, bro. He is going crazy. Yeah, I know it might it be out. crowning you know him too saying? early. He's trying to figure out the speed of the game and like. What he can do with his body, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just slowing down for him, so that's just gonna get scary. Yeah, and he's looking more comfortable shooting that three. Like, people go on their screens with him, and he's shooting the three. And then, so even when they like, he hit the three, or he's been, but he's not settling. I like that. Like, he he will shoot the three, but he won't. He doesn't fall in love with the three to where he's shooting like twelve, thirteen a game because he know that's not his strong suit. He's gonna yeah. get back to that rim and attack. I really like the Grizzlies identity. Yeah, and they, and they go how he goes. So, Ooh. second best yeah. in the league, second best point guard in the league. I I might I I think he might be. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Kyrie. No, yeah, that's how I say you got try, Kyrie, Trey Young. You got plenty of guards up there, but I like John Moran. I think John Moran might be mm-hmm. there, especially with. It's a, you know, it's the recency bias. What have you seen lately? What have you done for me lately? And since he's hooping, 
as far as I'm concerned, he's a sec. He's at number two for me. But who's your first forward off the bench for the West? Off the bench? You mean with starters? I'm not starters. I mean, yeah, my fault off the start for the starters. There's only one answer for that, bro. LeBron. You're right. Oh, that didn't sound like yogi. But okay, yeah, LeBron. Yeah. I mean, he all right. He cool. Mm-hmm. I guess. This is the best player in the world, Lamar. Huh? 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 What? What? So he's just the best player in the world. What? Bro, if you we gotta get rid of this narrative, man. What do you mean? <laughs> we gotta get rid of this, man. He I'm earned tired that. Y'all, man, he LeBron been the best for the past. You can't just take it away. Five, six, seven. Yeah, this nigga ain't you been the best take, in a you while. Can't, you can't just take it until he retires, bro. Bro, what? He ain't the he, he ain't the best in the world right now. But I'm gonna let you have it. He not the best in the world right now. It sounds like you hate him, bro. You must have seen those little Paul Pierce clips that was circulating on Twitter. Man, I don't care nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> but they were disrespecting my man Paul Pierce because I was like, "Why y'all acting like Paul Pierce was and out then, there busting that man ass too?" Paul Pierce was giving was. that man buckets. Oh, I don't know about busting his ass. But huh? Oh my god! Don't he was do giving this. Him buckets though. He was, giving, he was giving that man buckets, and then they did another one with the KG, and I was like, "Please don't do this and make it seem like LeBron was just dominating KG." Please don't do this. Yeah, I remember I KG told Metal his wife tastes like Cheerios. Yeah. KG was a different type of man. KG also told it, um Tim Duncan happy Mother's Day, mother effer, knowing that Tim Duncan's mother died of breast cancer. Like, KG was a different type of dude. I don't know. He different. But anyways, um, you taking LeBron. I'm taking Jokic first as or second now off as the forward bench, even though. He's the center for it. They don't have that center spot anymore. He has to play four. So I'm gonna put Jokic there because, like every, I know I don't want to sound like an analytical nerd. I'm tired. I know a lot of people keep hearing it. Look up any stat with Jokic, any advanced stat, and Jokic is top five guaranteed. Well, it's true. He's the he analytics love Joker. Joker is the MVP. If he wasn't, if the Nuggets weren't so bad, he'd be the clear cut MVP. However. He would be. He would be. However, the Nuggets think, but the Nuggets also don't have Jamal Murray. They mm-hmm. don't have Michael Porter Jr. They don't have any of their players, and Jokic is going bonkers still. And I don't want to hear about, oh, he's only on offense. He don't play defense. Jokic has been a good defender for the past two to three years. He has been a good defender. He's not. I'm tired of people equating blocks and steals to defense. Analytics say Jokic is a good defender. He contests shots. He does what he's supposed to. I need the Jokic disrespect to stop. And F. Kendrick Perkins, by the way, because I saw how he was disrespecting Jokic, talking about, oh, blah, blah, blah. We don't care about the analytics. My eye test, blah, blah. Shut up. Shut up. You just mad because you not Jokic. You never could be Jokic. Yeah, Perk can't be talking. I'm tired of hearing Perk, too. I'm sick of Perk. I'm sick of Perk. I, and I always see and hear from Perk without trying to hear because I don't watch him on TV, but I always see it on Twitter, and I don't be trying to. So stop the Jokic disrespect. He's the best center in the league. He's the MVP, and he is the best player in the NBA right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Want to hear nothing about no LeBron, Jay. Nigga, <laughs> Jokic. Really? Bro? So you think Jokic is better than LeBron and KD? Jokic is the best player in the NBA right now. Followed by Wardell Stephen Curry. In the, in the, in the Follow, <laughs> followed by Giannis. It's all right, bro. It's all right. Follow by um, KD, and then you can take LeBron. You, know, you put Curry over KD? Curry, yes. KD has not been better than Curry since 2015. All right, man. Have a safe weekend, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know you a KD fan, but no, man, man. Cool, bro. It just don't make sense because they're not better than him, you know? So how can I they mean, be, you know what I'm saying? So Everybody has their opinions, you know? It is what it is. So, I mean, I got, like I said, 
I got a joke. I got all the. Anyway, we gotta finish this. We gotta finish this. We talk. We talk about too much different stuff. Who, the last person? Do you got? I'm, I'm assuming who who got there as the last big. I'm assuming it's Rudy Gobert, but I don't know. Yeah, that's Rudy Gobert. For you, it might be somebody else. It's Rudy Gobert. Yeah, well, he's cool, I guess. My bench changed though because since PG got hurt, I got Luca first off the bench for me. I don't know who you got as the first guard. I don't know who you have as your guard. I got after Russell Westbrook. Bro, you talking about me? <laughs> Need that OKC bias out of here. <laughs> need that okay. team, bro. I need that OKC bias out of here. You instrumental to his team. What do you want from me? Yeah, all right. Your Twitter says elsewhere, but um, yeah. <laughs> First forward I'm taking it off the bench is Draymond Green. I don't care. I see a lot of people be trying to talk about somebody else. Draymond Green. He's the best defender of our generation. Argue with your mama. I don't care who you talking about. You can talk to me about Ben Wallace. You can talk to me about all these other people. I really don't give a damn. Draymond Green is the best defender of our generation. I don't want to hear Kwai. I don't want to hear any of these other players, Dwight, Prime Dwight, anything. Draymond Green is the best defender of our generation. Hmm. Hmm. Ain't no, mm, he's the best defensive player of our uh, generation. I mean, sir, I accept your premise. <laughs> you, you happy now? I thought you were going to get an argument out of me, didn't you? I I know you don't agree with me. We're going to bring this up another time. We just don't have time to finish that today. we got to speed race through these last couple ones. Who's your other four coming off the bench? Um, Wiggins. Wiggins. I mean, I don't, I don't argue with you on that because it's so tough with the West. West doesn't have a lot of forwards, and the forwards they do have are either hurt or there's something wrong with them. So I don't argue with that. I feel like Wiggins I mean, could be an All Star this year. I mean, what he does for his team is just crazy because it's like if they need him, if they need him to exploit a matchup, he does that. They need him to go guard some of the best player. He can do that, you know. And it's just the crazy turnaround. From what he was at Minnesota was just a volume score to the efficiency we see in, you know, the day is just night and day. I think that also goes with the team, that goes with coaching and everything like that because leaving somewhere like Minnesota and going to Golden State is a different kind of culture. And you're not going to go to Golden State and be a shot chucker and not fit into their scheme. That's one thing I love about Golden State is they have a culture, they have a scheme and they would rather take a worse player that fits into their scheme rather than a better player and just be like, they don't fit into our scheme, but we're going to try to make it work. Because mm-hmm. you saw when they tried to do that with D-Lo, and they were like, eh, it's not working. We're going to try to see if he can fit in that warrior culture. He doesn't fit into the warrior culture. We're just going to move him. But we're going to try it out. They, they're willing to make chance to try things out and see. But they, they will see if they don't fit their culture, they'll move him. So I like that Wiggins pick. I give respect to it. Um, I think that last four spot goes to Cat because honestly, there's not really any other forward in there unless Carmelo. they consider Anthony Edwards a forward, which I don't think they do. If they consider Anthony no. Edwards a forward, I'd put it. Anthony Edwards like a Anthony Edwards, he's like a two. I know. I said, but I'm saying, but you know, sometimes they put him. You know, sometimes they what the NBA might put him in there. If the NBA put him at small forward, I wouldn't argue. With him being, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. But I, get, I know he plays too, but I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, DeMar DeRozan, like what I said earlier, he plays small four, power four, but they still got him at a guard. So, hey, you never know with this. You never know. So, I'm going to put Cat there because there's not really anybody else. And who who you taking off the who, – who, who's your flex one? Excuse me? Who's your flex one? Like you, he, I meant well, the number eleven man off. You know, got their twelfth roster spot, and the last two spots are technically flexes because they don't have to be guards or like it, it can be whatever. It doesn't have to be a guard or DeAndre or whatever. You taking Aiden? Mm-hmm. You didn't even name Chris Paul. Mm-mm. Oh, bro, Chris Paul has not been. Bro. Ooh, ooh, I almost slandered him, man. I almost disrespected him. He, do you think he's been hooping this year? I mean, I yeah. 
I think the Suns go with Chris Paul. If anybody comes off the They go with Chris Paul, but other really, than Devin you didn't even say Devin Booker. Uh, I think DeAndre Ayton does I think DeAndre is more impactful than people realize on that team. I agree, but if anybody feels there that comes from that, I I'm feel sympathetic like it be towards the big Devin man. Booker. I mean, I see that. And then when we start I getting mean, the flex positions, I mean I'm gonna use a little bit more open discretion. Hey, I feel you. I respect it. Hey, all power to it. DeAndre Ayton. Then. I mean, and then so if we're going like that, then my last flex is gonna be what's called Devin Booker. Then I was gonna. Th- I thought you were gonna go with the Devin Booker, so I was gonna throw SGA in there. But mm-hmm. if you're going with uh, what's called DeAndre Ayton, I gotta throw D Book right there. I don't think SGA. I don't think SGA got All Star this year. I I don't think. I don't think win wise he is, but I think with excitement, especially with now that you saw some of his big games, I think he's becoming more of a household name and more fans are starting to become aware of him. Like, you know, a lot of people knew of SGA and what he was capable of, but you're starting to see more people be aware of it. And so I want I want to put like that. My thing, it was either going to be SGA, DeJounte Murray, or um, what's called Donovan Mitchell. And mm-hmm. I want Donovan Mitchell to be up there, but. If, I mean, I still, I, I feel conflicted. Because I want Donovan, Mi- I feel like Donovan Mitchell should be one of those top guards up there. But the West is so guard heavy. It's like, I also want to throw Anthony Edwards and stuff in there. But I want to give, I like giving, yeah, I know Donovan Mitchell's young. But I like giving new all-stars. I like bringing new all-stars in. I like to bring young guys in and everything like that. So, yes, I like the award winning. So I want to put Donovan Mitchell up there. Mm-hmm. But I also want to put SGA over there just because of my personal bias. Or DeJounte Murray off my personal bias. No, I feel that. SGA. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't vote Russell Westbrook and voted Donovan Mitchell right there, everything would have fit in line. But you threw me for a loop with yeah, some of your picks. He said, it's funnier that way. Hey, it works. We late as hell. We way over our time quota. But this has been another episode of the Ask Geeks podcast. Always, always, always remember to respect women. But most importantly, remember to respect yourself. And we out.